Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good People, happy Monday, October 17th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up, Ray G. And for that, appreciate you being here. Welcome, family. It's good to see y'all. Johnny Lillycrap in the building. Scott Connor, shout out Scott Connor. Destination Dynasty dropped today. Make sure y'all tap into the Destination Devi radio feed to hear all of the Dynasty goodness from Scott Connor. Real talk, y'all. Beginning of the show, I know most people ask the intro, they just bullshit. If you're not listening to Destination Dynasty, you're doing yourself a disservice. I would put Scott up there against anybody in the dynasty in the dynasty space with strategy, roster construction, how to think about these players and their dynasty value. So make sure you get tapped into that show every single Monday. And for everybody out there saying, when the hell is he going to go live on YouTube? I'll get on his ass later today. Let him know that the people want him live on YouTube. But tap into that. Free newsletter dropped on Friday. Tap into that. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going, a lot of stuff cooking at Destination Devi. Shout out to our sponsors, Prize Picks in the building. Prize Picks use the promo code Wake Up, 100% deposit match up to $100 for first time depositors and users. And shout out to the best damn coffee you can get, Michelle Adoro Coffee. Make sure you go over there. Me, my morning coffee of choice is the Brooklyn Blend. It's delicious, it's smooth, it's bold. This is premium coffee. This ain't that BS you get from Walmart or Dollar General. Get that Michelle Adora. Get that good stuff. Very affordable. Use the promo code WAKEUP for a 10% off discount at checkout. Jay, how you doing? Did you roll out of bed in time this morning? You all right? Did you roll over? Did you, did you I'm make good. it? I'm good. I'm right. good. I got my coffee, right? So we got the Michelle Adoro. Keep it's me hot. right. It's hot. It's hot. You know what I'm saying? But, um... You know, you're talking about Scott's pod and Ray, the beauty of being the, uh, call myself the podcast person on yeah, the, yeah, on the yeah, yeah, radio yeah, channel. You do all that. I get that early access, baby. Last night, 1am, I, I DM Scott. I'm like, Scott, I got to listen to your podcast, man. I need that edge. I need that edge on my league mates. I got to get it before slate. the masses get it. Sunday Grind night it. slate grinder over here, Jay if, Rich. If anybody gets a trade for me at 1.30 in the morning on Sunday Scott's night, fault. it's because it's Scott's, Scott's fault, fault. And he told me to do it and make sure you accept it. Make yeah, sure you accept yeah, right. it. And unlike then, you, unlike you, unlike you, oh, Justin Fields stinks. You get multiple offers for him. Hey, oh, I don't want to trade. Hey. And what I do, I, I held firm and it's paying off. I helped Marlon, what's up? Off. Seven goat rings in the building. Dynasty Barry, Matt Bruning, John. Seven goat rings, I already said. So he's, he's always in the building. Ty DeClaire, Shams in the building. Jay Peters, what's going on, my girl? Joe, who else? James in the building. I ain't seen James in a minute. What's up, Fizzle Dollars? Eric Vanek. Good stuff, man. Him and, uh, him and Scott drop a show on Saturday, America's Game. That one is damn good as well. So make sure you tap in everything we're doing. Off the line is dope. 40 Chess, y'all know what it is, baby. Yep. Jeff's Injury Podcast. All that good stuff, Jay. But um, check it out. Biggest game of the weekend. Jay, what was the biggest game? Biggest football game this weekend. What do we have? Biggest was, football uh, game Bills, this weekend. Chiefs, baby. Absolutely not. Absolutely Come not, on. Jay. What no, 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 no. The biggest game this weekend Alabama-Tennessee, baby. Okay, Alabama-Tennessee. Right, the people said they that's wanted fair. some college football talk, and I think it's appropriate to talk about Bama-Tennessee. Definitely uh, is. Dude. This weekend of college football, honestly, Jay, was probably the best. Best weekend of college football. You had Michigan, Penn State, USC, Utah. The TCU game went to overtime. Alabama, Tennessee was a thriller. 52-49. Bryce Young was a magician in that game. 455 passing yards. But Hendon Hooker, Jay, everybody wants the the hook. Oh, Hooker. (laughs) Man, he went out there and out-dueled Alabama at home. He went 21 for 33, 85, five touchdowns, one pick, 56 yards on the ground. I'm going to ask this question because I I, I did a poll on Twitter, ran a poll. Who would you rather have, Hendon Hooker 
or Will Levis? Do you want to know what the results of that poll were? Sure. I would guess it was probably 60-40 in favor of Will Levis. It was close to 60-40. It was like 65-35. Is that, does that make 100? Let me see. (laughs) Yeah, it does. does. Let me see. Does that make 100? All right. We had 1,200 people vote on this poll, 64.2 to 35.8 in favor of Hendon Hooker. Now, the issue with Hook is going to be a 25-year-old rookie, and I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think, I don't think NFL teams are going to care. His pathway to being drafted in round one of the NFL draft is as clear as day, bro. It's as clear as day. He's got, he has Alabama or had Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, and then he's got a cupcake, three of his next four games. He yeah. already beat Alabama head to head. Going into that game, we didn't even care if Hendon Hooker beat Bama because we didn't give Tennessee a shot even at home. All we said was he just needs to play well. Put a couple of things on tape, hang in there. You know, as long as he shows a little something, you know, this will help his stock. Not only did he hang in there, he fucking balled out. Showing the mobility, the arm strength, the accuracy, that final drive to get them in position to kick the game-winning field goal, iced Mm -hmm. it. Hendon Hooker, as long as he doesn't fumble the bag down the stretch, is going to be a first-round pick. He's going to be a first-round pick. Book it. And when you're looking at Superflex, right, we're looking at constructing yeah. our rosters, Jay. Will Levis has not been good this year. He hasn't. No. He has not been good. And I kept saying it every week. What do I keep saying? Will Levis just kind of looks like Will Levis. We're not yeah. seeing him take a step forward. And you can give me all the excuses, right? I know his O-line is poor. I know he's playing with freshman wide receivers. I don't care. He has yeah. not shown to be a floor-raising quarterback. The skill set? The tools and the traits are tantalizing, Jay. You see the size. <laughs> yeah. He really hadn't run at all this year. I think he's got no. negative rushing yards on the season. So we can stop saying he's this dual threat option, at least right now. The arm strength is tantalizing. The size is beautiful. But he he's at, arguably played worse this year than he did last year. Will Levis. So when we're looking at these quarterbacks, man, right now it's like Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, gap. Big gap. And then whomever is going to be drafted. And and here's the thing. I think Will Levis is going to get the draft capital. I think there's going to be a team that talks himself into the tools and traits and takes them high. But right now, where are you at with, with the sentiment behind these 23 quarterbacks? I think it's an interesting conundrum, right? Because it's we've seen this plenty of times before with these quarterbacks where you have a guy that he doesn't really have the numbers and the the pass percentage isn't that great, but the traits, oh, the traits. You know, you've seen even Daniel Jones was a guy who had great traits and he went top 10, right? Obviously, Josh Allen, the guy who had great traits, went top 10. And most of the time, these guys don't work out. And so that's kind of one of the big problems, but for Levis, and to your point, if he gets that top 15 grade, he's probably coming out. But I also think there's a world where maybe he doesn't. You know, if he's not getting a, a you know high end first round grade, is he he's necessarily com- going to come out? out. Jed, let me just. Stop I think he's you. going out too. Let me right? stop you. He's gonna. He's coming out. Let, let me just stop you. He's. But coming do you out. think? But do you think there could be a world where he plays so bad he doesn't though? No. Like not quite Anthony Richardson bad, but again, he's, he's coming out. He's only going to the draft because the trades, which is scary for us as dynasty managers, right? When you see a guy like Hendon Hooker play in the SEC, we're like, okay, at least he's doing it against the best of the best regardless of how old he is, whatever's happening. And do you really want to bet on the traits of Will Levis and what you've seen, you know, at know. Kentucky versus the traits? Again, it's it's hard, right? Because they are both playing in the SEC. They're playing similar teams, similar competition. But who's looked the most dominant? I think the answer is Hendon Hooker, at, at not, least at their peak so far. It's not even close. It's not even close. Right. Like, it's not even close. Really quickly, the 23 running back class... Another good week for them. It's yeah, fire. Another good week for them. Uh, you got Bijan and Gibbs at the top. Top two running backs. The top two running backs. Period. Zach Evans, Blake Corum, uh, uh, Char- Zach Charbonnet, Chase Brown. The list goes on and on and on, on and on and on for talented running backs in this class. Tank Bigsby had a monster game for Auburn. Getting his name. I mean, this is, dude. The running back. Can we talk about? Um, can I interrupt you quickly to ask you about Blake Corm and kind what of where him? you are with him? Love him. So RB four so for me. Where, He's top five. Okay, running back. that's he's a top that's five I'm running asking, back. Right? Just because said. coming in, top yeah, five. coming in, we were unsure, right? I know that you. We both liked him. We thought maybe Donovan Edwards would get more run than he did. Obviously, Corm completely ran away with this backfield at this point. Yes. Uh, top four. 
Wow. That's that is how I was top five. Right? Easy. There's no doubt yeah. about it. There's no he reminds okay. me, he's Ray Rice. He's Ray Rice. Okay. It, when you're talking about skill set, like uh he's five foot eight, two hundred and ten, two hundred and fifteen pounds. And there's Mighty a potential mouse. that he cracks sub four four. He's gonna be a low four four guy, in my opinion, on that on that track. And he's handling a bell cow workload in college, yeah. right? Just listen to his last five game rush attempt. Let, let me just read you Blake Horn's last five games. 12 for 71. Yeah, not really good. 30 for 243 and 2. 29 for 133 and 1. 25 for 124 and 1. And then this past Saturday, 28 for 166 and 2. Yeah. Insane. Insane what he's doing. And, and like he's you said, it's not something we He's a monster, man. Yeah, he is. He's a he monster. He's, he's, he's one of the main reasons why Michigan is where they are, right? Like, he's he's the guy right now. We expected J.J. McCarthy to do a little bit more in this offense, but he hasn't had to because Edwards and, and Corm have been so good this year. I like Chase Brown, but he's going to be a day three pick. He's going to be a day three running back. I like him. He's a tough, tough. Handles that workload, though. What is it, yeah, 41, 41 carries, carries 41 carries <laughs> last week. Derek Henry? Yeah, and then really quickly, um, the wide receivers still – Quinn Johnson is back? Butte, well, Quinn Johnson was back Butte. last week. We just needed to see one out of him. Um, Kayshawn Boutte had a 100 receiving yard game, finally. Woo! He got on the board. Yeah. Boutte, 115, but we'll take it. You know, it wasn't a monster game, 115. But ultimately, right now, uh, you know, Quentin Johnston looking like that dude at 6'4", yeah. 215 pounds that can move the way he does. They finally realized that he's alive on that offense. Jordan Addison... Yep. Suffered an injury, Jay, and I don't. Uh, oh, I don't he did. Know. Yeah, you didn't know that. No, I wasn't up that late. I I saw that Utah beat your Trojans, and I thought it'd be a little bit somber this morning. Yeah, but. it um, it 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 looked. I'm I'm watching the play right now. Uh, I don't know what it is. Wasn't it, him. <laughs> you don't know what it is. Yeah, he, it, uh, it, it's they said serious injury. Here, I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna oh, pull it really? Up. Yeah, I'm gonna pull it up. Let's. Let's take a look. Let's let's take a look here. Let's let's take a look here. Here's Jordan Addison. Hold on. His let's body kind let's, of let's zoom in a little bit right here. Let's look at some Addison. Uh, I don't. But oh, so it's it could I, be a hyperextension. I'm no doctor. It looks like looks like his knee. I might watch have been a lot of Grey's Anatomy, but I'm no doctor. I'm no doctor. Okay, just, okay Ike, relax. <laughs> yeah. Um, the receivers is it, it's Quentin Johnston. JSN hasn't done a damn thing this year. Yeah, he Addison played, is right? hurt. Uh, <laughs> running backs. I mean, running backs. Yeah, run, thank God, right? Running thank backs. Thank God. Thank God running for the running backs. backs. All right. Who I love college. I can just talk college all day. But you we want to talk about Jalen Hyatt? That's my boy, man. That's my boy, Jalen Hyatt. Yeah. Five touchdown game. Jalen Hyatt. Good job, Jalen Hyatt. About time. All right. NFL, NFL, NFL talk, 15-minute point. Got to do those uh, timestamps for the YouTube people. We had a yes, wild sir. day in football yesterday, man. It was wild, not because there was, like, crazy scoring left and Terrible right. Terrible weekend of football. Just, just oh. kind of wild, man. So let's go with some of the top takeaways, man. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reverse engineer this thing. Uh, Takeaway oh, okay. numero uno, uno for me. And we'll, we'll get... Oh. We'll get to our ballers of the week at at the right time. Uh, Yes, takeaway numero uno is we can finally dead the Cooper Rush versus Dak Prescott conversation. Can we stop doing that now? Let's talk about it, Jay. (laughs) Can we stop talking about Cooper Rush should be the starting quarterback over Dak Prescott? Is that over? 18 for 38, 181, one touchdown, three interceptions, couldn't move the ball. Uh, are, Are we done with this? Can we finally stop saying there's a quarterback controversy in Dallas? Yes, we can. But the way no you but. say that is no so but. disrespectful no. to Cooper Rush. I'm not being – The Cooper dude Rush. has been dragging this offense by himself. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. The defense has been dragging this team. Cooper Rush has done an admirable – Cooper Rush He's, has done he an admirable job. Don't, I'm just saying – He's he kind of won the game against the Commanders, right? Uh-huh. The Rams game, he didn't do a lot, to be fair. Rams game, he didn't do a he lot. He did nothing. Last game, he did his best. He, he played like a backup Eagles, quarterback, he man. He did. He kept yeah. the team afloat. They're 4-2. They didn't shit the bed. They didn't fall off a cliff. He held it yeah. together. He patched it up. Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback. We can stop. This offense, it, it cannot thrive with this level of quarterback play. He's scared to put the ball over the middle of the field. Uh, there, yeah. There's like... 
He doesn't have a ton of rushing. Not that Dak is some dual threat quarterback at this stage of his career, but he doesn't threaten defenses with his legs. He doesn't throw over the middle of the field. It's lateral throws or he's just chucking it deep downfield and praying. Yeah. There is no quarterback controversy. Dak Prescott is a starting quarterback. And, you know, this was the perfect game. And I told you on Friday, they're like, they're not going to want him to throw the ball. And the fact that they let him throw 38 times just is already a bad game script, but I know they were down yeah, and they, they had no choice. Early. But in Philadelphia versus that team, there was no way, man. And I don't think Dallas wanted to throw Dak Prescott out there versus them his first game back either. But was, that's that's part of the narrative, right? Is you go, you send Cooper Rush to the Wolves, and it's like, oh, thank God, Dak Prescott, please come back. We need you. And you know who he plays, right, next week? Who's he got? Who do we have? The Lions. So yeah. he's going to put up 400 yards, Good. five touchdowns. Look Get right like game. The second coming of Messiah. Yeah. It's going to be ridiculous. Is. But Messiah again, is back. This is, yeah, he is a risen. For yeah. Dallas, and his name is Dak. Dak Jesus has risen, and we're happy. So we could stop with the Cooper Rush over Dak Prescott narrative because it should have never been a narrative in the first place. Uh, kudos to Philadelphia, man. That, uh, Jay, Jalen Hurts had 155 passing yards. That's it. Yeah. That's it. 155. Didn't have to do much. Didn't have to yeah. do much. Uh, Devontae Smith continues his excellent sophomore campaign, 5 for 44 and 1. A.J. Brown, 5 for 67 and 1. Miles Sanders, 18 for 71 and 1. I do want to shout out Zeke Elliott, who looked damn good last night. Everyone keeps burying Zeke. He just keeps not hammering so away. Not so obvious start of the week, baby. <laughs> Did I not, not call so it? obvious start of the Did week? Did I call he's, it? I said the not scored. so obvious start of the week, Zeke Elliott. You laughed. You said it was bad. You thought I was crazy. 18 for 81 and a beautiful touchdown run at the end zone. Looking like Ohio State. Zeke Elliott. This beautiful? is the thing. This is the thing. It was, it was a damn. Everybody that. It was a beautiful run. It was. It was I was shocked he wasn't caught by the, by well, the safeties. It was the vision. But, hitting know, the middle of the yeah, hole to the bounce out and then the burst to get to the, to the pylon. 13 for 81. It's just a hammer. It's just a hammer. Yeah. I continue to tell you. You laughed. Start not so obvious start of the week. Did he hit his over on carries? No, he didn't. Son of a bitch. He did not. <laughs> I had him over 15 and a half carries. He had 13, but we were close. I I'll I'll take the 81 he yards did in score, the touchdowns. though, So we're good. Yeah, 81 yards in we the touchdowns. We we helped the people, so we'll take We did it. help the people a little bit. Well, let's uh let's stick with the quarterback play. Uh oh, we didn't even do news. We I just jumped into the show. I just I just completely Skip the news. We'll do that at the I end. Know. We'll do it at the That's end. It's okay. Let's go That's to quarterback okay. play. I, I want to talk about uh, Joey B. Joe Burrow. Because Joe Burrow, Jay, is he? Uh, did he win an award for us this week? Did Joe he Burrow did. get one? He won a um, the highest what honor get? in all of what did he get? in all of the NFL land. He is the baller Let's of the week. Let's talk about it. Joe Burrow, twenty eight for thirty seven, three hundred yards. I believe twenty five on the ground, three through the air. One on the ground. Joe Burrow leading the the Bengals to a victory over the Saints. Game was a little bit closer little than close. um, I think he wanted it to be. But Joe Burrow did get it done. QB won this week in fantasy. Uh, he had a great game. And I think with that, so did his running mate, mm. Jamar Chase. Talk right? about Jamar Chase I told you to break. Didn't I tell you on Friday game. the breakout was coming? I said he, he was did. going home. He did. The Saints didn't have nobody in they, that they, game. He was baller of the week. Jamar Chase. Baller of the week, Jamar Chase. I mean, yeah, it was like a profit. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm nailing it this week, week <laughs> six. I said, Chase, big game. I think I called two touchdowns. Seven for yep. 132. Two touchdowns. Grittying all over the planet. Felt good to yep. see Jamar get it going, man, because we had been uh, – We've been missing it for a minute, man. He was out there. He was scoring some touchdowns here and there, but we had yet to see the big blow-up game from Jamar Chase, and we got yeah. it. They came home, played in the Dome, in which they won a natty, and uh, they got it done, baby. So Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow on the same team, ballers of the week. Both of them balled out, and uh, fantastic game by by these two Cincinnati Bengals, man. I'm happy for them. Happy for Chase. Even though I don't yeah, have a lot of Chase and Dynasty, been- but... <laughs> they've been a little they've been a little rough and rocky lately, especially in Chase's front. Um so good to see him have that big blow up game. Wide receiver one on the week. Uh him and Burrow actually tied for fantasy points. I believe they were both uh number one this week. So good to see both of those guys do that. Um on the other side though, nothing really to see there outside because the Saints didn't have Michael Thomas, yeah, Jarvis Landry, Chris Lave, all didn't play. So shocking they were even in that game at all, to be honest. But, you know, they did what they could, and I believe they – I don't think they covered, though, but the Bengals did get the win, and that's really all that matters for their season did you, so far. Did you see the report going into the game that Andy Dalton could potentially keep that job? 
I I could see it happening. They're playing better with Andy Dalton than they have with Jameis Winston. Jameis is throwing too many picks, throwing too many interceptions. Um, he's fumbling, right? Like he's he's not even healthy. So I think I think they are best served with Andy Dalton, right? They don't really have the upside down the field with Andy Dalton, but if he's going to be keeping them in games and the defense is playing well, then why would we be worried about playing somebody else, right? Like, I think that he is best for that offense. I think as well that Andy Dalton gets a bad rep as like a game manager, but like he is a little bit better than that. So I I don't necessarily think there's a big difference between Dalton and Jameis, especially with how turnover prone Jameis has been over the years, even when he has been on the Saints. All right. Uh, Let's go to, uh, let's go to an old man takeaway. I want to go to the old man takeaway. Who's more more likely to retire at the end of this season, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? Both of these teams took an L on Sunday. Both of these teams were heavy favorites in this game. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting, the Green Bay Packers coming off of their trip to London, you know they had the option to have a bye, right? They could have taken their bye. Yep, it was their choice. They could have taken a bye or take the matchup with the Jets. And they said, nah, we'll save our bye until later. The Jets Give us the Jets. We'll, we'll, we could beat the Jets. And if I told you going into the game, Zach Wilson was going to complete 10 passes for 110 <laughs> yards, no touchdowns. If I told you that no wide receiver outside of Corey Davis would have more than two receptions, like, yeah. what would you say? If I just told you that, you'd be like, the Jets oh, got the I'd shit kicked getting, in, right? Yeah, getting yeah, no. obliterated. Yeah, 27 yeah. to 10 versus Green Bay. <laughs> 27 to 10. They had a blocked field goal, a blocked punt. Brees yep. Hall, uh, I don't know why Prize Picks continues to set his rushing yard line, rushing attempt line at like 12. That's a smash. 20 is moving. Well, don't don't say that. So don't, let him, don't, let, him, yeah, don't, don't let, let him know. Don't let him know. Don't let him know. They watch yeah. it. Uh, 20 for 116, one touchdown for Brees Hall, showing that he is the RB1 in New York. Uh, Michael Carter only had six carries. That's about what he needs. Breather carries. Let Brees Hall be the guy. Aaron Rodgers, 41 pass attempts, 26 completions, a QBR of 17, which was lower, almost double. Zach Wilson, who had a QBR of 31. A.J. Dillon plotted his way to 41 yards. Aaron Jones, nothing. Robert Tanyan led the team in. Who's more? Robert Tanya was good, and then and then Tom Brady in in the in the in the Buccaneers. Nobody get. Remember oh, the narrative going in. S- Pittsburgh is down there. Entire secondary. They got a rookie quarterback. <laughs> Najee's wearing steel toe boots. Pittsburgh's getting destroyed. Nope. They beat Tampa Bay with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback, at quarterback and Chase yeah. Claypool making plays down the field. Both of these teams are three and three on the season. Green Bay's three and three. Tampa Bay's three and three. Who's more likely to retire at the end of the season? Aaron Rodgers Can taking his ball and crying and going home? Or Tom Brady just saying, I'm, I'm sick of this shit. I'm out of here. I think the answer is Aaron Rodgers, but can I parlay both together to get a really nice, a juicy bet going? That's because good. both these guys look like they're ready to retire, honestly. I think we both know that Aaron Rodgers is a bit of a bit of a diva, right? At the quarterback position. He's, you know, talking about various things all philosophical at the podium and stuff like that. But I think the reality is that if if his team is no good, he'll just opt out of his contract and retire. Like, I don't think he has any gripes about staying in the NFL, wanting to play any longer. If his team is no good and they are not, they don't have the pieces to do these things, then I think they just, he just leaves, right? He can go host Jeopardy. He can go do whatever the hell he's going to do. Money's not in his people free are time, like, right? People keep talking about, oh, he's, he's owed so much money. That dude's made more money than he can ever dream to spend in his yeah. lifetime. And he's got millions upon millions of more dollars that he'll make once he's done playing. Oh, for you sure. You watch his body language. You, I don't think... Man, I don't think he wants to be there, man. And, and I think I think you see the hesitancy already for like coming into the year, right? He wasn't so sure they gave him the contract, so he came back. But I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to leave. And then you have Brady, right? You know, you know the issue with Brady was he went to Kraft's wedding on Friday, right? He didn't travel with the team. I didn't, he didn't know really this. practice. Oh yeah, so Robert Kraft got married in New York City on Friday. Uh-oh. So you know, Tom, Tom, Tom had to go. You know, he was invited. He had to go. He went to the wedding. So then he met the team on Sunday. In Pittsburgh, and now all of a sudden they're losing a game. And the worst part about it, right? And people pointing this out because it was all over social media. Brady's yelling at his teammates on the sidelines, at his linemen, all this stuff. This guy's not even fucking at the game, at the practices, traveling with the team, doing all the things he's supposed to be doing. And so for me, it's like, okay, you can be mad, but when you're completing 25 or 40 passes, that's not good. So for I don't I don't I don't know what you expect, but when you see the Pittsburgh Steelers rally, now granted they were at home to beat the Buccaneers. Don't. That is a problem. It's a problem. The Steelers are terrible. 
Like, they are terrible, and I don't really think there's any way around that. They are really bad, and they got their shit kicked in by the Bills last week. So I'm not really sure what to expect from Tampa going forward, but I think the better question, Ray, is who's winning that division? Because you have Man. the Bucks who are awful. Man. Atlanta got a big win this they week. They got over a big win. Rise up. The Saints Rise are awful. Up. And Carolina is bad, kicking yeah. their wide receivers out of the game in the middle of the oh game. My Carolina's not winning it. Yeah. But there's a legitimate case that Atlanta or even New Orleans potentially there's a legit could case. win that division. Dude, it's, it's I want to get to it. Cup. Jay, I agree. I This is why, for me, I've had deals where people have offered me Aaron Rodgers in trades. I don't want them. Like, I'm not a. If you trade for Aaron Rodgers, you hold all the risk, all of it. And 100%. I don't even 100%. know how much upside you have with him. You know right what now, I mean? Not a lot. Not He's a, a lot. QB two at best. Like you hold. If you have Aaron Rodgers in dynasty, if you are not feverishly trying to trade him, you're doing it wrong because you're assuming all risk. And I truly don't know what the upside is. It's not QB one. It's not a no. top five quarterback. Why would it's you even, even want to? not even a top to... ten quarterback at this No, point. man. I don't want him. I don't want that risk, bro. If I have him, I am trying like hell to pivot off of Aaron Rodgers. Like hell, dude. Give me, give me Jared Goff in a first. Like give me a, give me Goff in a pick. At least Could I you know Goff would be in how, a, in how heavy you'd smash the accept button on Goff in a first for Aaron Rodgers. I know. I know. A 24 first. I don't even care. I'm 25 first. <laughs> Jared Goff passes by week, man. You're good. Yeah. That's the season. I, you assume all the risk holding on to Aaron Rodgers. All the risk with little upside. Tom Brady, listen. Same uh, thing. Uh, uh, QBR He's got 58. Upside, My thing is, I don't want to hear it. Godwin and Evans, Fournette, and then you're going up against this depleted Pittsburgh team, and you score 18 points? Yep. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Fifty percent over, fifty uh, to Godwin over the middle. Missed a ton of passes to Godwin. Tons. Evans hardly hardly got any work. Only forty two receiving yards. You know, we expected more out of the backfield. Never got it. I don't know what Brady was doing. He like abandoned the Let game plan you. and said, "I'm just going to throw it to Chris Godwin." Let me ask all you game this: long. Would you take Daniel Jones in a twenty four first oh, for God. Aaron Rodgers? Daniel Jones <laughs> in a twenty four first for Aaron Rodgers. Would you make that deal? So. Can we Would say make, yes or we, no? Come on, can man. we get a quarterback? What's the pick though? Can we get a quarterback with that? It doesn't pick? matter. It's random. I don't know where it is. Yeah, it's random. Yeah, it Mid to late. It's the one ten. I mean, I guess you have to, right? Like, he's the quarterback for the year, so at least you get that. It's it. It could be as long as we see Rodgers as the quarterback for the for the Packers. So listen, why not? But listen, Daniel Jones, is Daniel Jones nineteen for twenty seven, okay. one seventy three, two touchdowns, and they beat the Baltimore Ravens at home again. An underdog in this matchup. Daniel Jones, uh, you know, he managed his way to a victory. No interceptions, yep. took four sacks, but got the ball out okay. when he needed to. And again, he's throwing to Daniel Bellinger, Wondell Robinson, Marcus Johnson, Darius Slayton, Richie James, David Sills. That's his wide receiver core. That's it. The Giants are five and one, Jay. They are yeah. not, they are, and, and their schedule coming up is very winnable. You look at the Giants' next next couple of games. They've got the Jaguars, the Seahawks, the Texans, the Lions, and then on November 24th, they got the Cowboys, then it's the Commanders. I mean, there's a chance that the Giants rattle off one, two, three, four straight. There's a chance the Giants are yeah. doing 9-1. and one. All winnable games. 9-1 and one going into the Dallas game. 9-1. and one. They're not, they're not going to be in a spot to select Stroud or Young, or Levis for that no. matter. I mean, I know the report came out that Dayball's not all the way sold yet on Jones, or they don't know what to do with Daniel Jones. But I'm just saying, yeah. bro, he's probably going to be their quarterback next year. He's probably going to be their quarterback. Hell of a win for the Giants versus the Ravens, who just look. You know, I was awful. talking with Scott. I was talking to Scott last night. They miss Rashad Bateman. They need a wide receiver, man. They needed a wide yeah. receiver who can win on the outside in the worst way. Mark Andrews, dynasty tight end one, he is a beast. There is no doubt about it. But they're missing a guy on the outside to go get it. It's not Devin Duvernay. When you're leading uh, target getters or Demarcus Robinson with five, you know, Duvernay went one for 14. Isaiah Likely was their second leading receiver, two for 30. Other than that, Three it was tight just, ends, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> Mark Andrews, seven for 106. Kenyon Drake led the team in rushing. Lamar Jackson, 7 for 77. You know, they need a guy. 
They need a receiver in the worst way, man. They need Rashad Bateman back. And this is why you continue to see mockers, uh, NFL mock drafts, put a Quentin Johnston, a Kayshawn Boutte to Baltimore because they need another yeah. guy. They need to get him some weapons. Has not been a good couple of weeks for the Ravens losing uh, losing kind of last minute. Back to like, back this leaves, has right? not been yeah. good. Not been good, man. Uh, and we will get to the J.K. Dobbins news here in a little bit, but seven for 115. No bueno for J.K. Dobbins. Uh, Jay, let's go to that Atlanta game because Atlanta <laughs> so far 6-0 and versus the spread. It's free money. No one gave them a shot versus San Francisco, and they beat they out-physical the 49ers. And I know the 49ers were banged up. No Nick Bosa. They're hurting all over the place. Jimmy Garoppolo, why do we keep assuming he's just going to be a starting quarterback next year somewhere? Why? He's awful. Jimmy Garoppolo is awful. Awful. 29 for 41, 296, two touchdowns, two picks, 36.3 QBR. Mariota, 95.8 QBR, only 14 pass attempts. Yeah. Marcus Mariota getting it done. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, blow-up game. George Kittle looked like the old George Kittle. Debo Samuel had a good game. They were in comeback mode. They were in comeback yeah. mode versus the Falcons, and the Falcons right now 3-3, three and three, the 49ers 3-3. Three and three. I mean, who the hell wants to win the NFC West? We're talking about the NFC South. Who wants to win the West? The Rams, the Niners. The Seahawks. The Seahawks, Seahawks want to win the West, right? Who wants they, to win the West? The only team that wants to win the South. Or no, the Rams won this week, actually. Best division That's... in football, NFC East. Best division in football is the NFC East. Didn't think we'd you be saying that. that? You, you didn't think. You, best division in football, the NFC. Can we what make you... a case, though, for the AFCs? They're pretty good, too. They're not bad. They're pretty good. There's a little bias over pretty here. Good. So bias over pretty here in the, in the GQ household. But, I mean, honestly, uh, here's the thing. Marcus Mariota, not good for Drake London and Kyle Pitts. Just not. Nope. It's just Drake London, three for 40. Pitts, three for 19. He scored a touchdown. Touchdown! His second Woo! of his career. The first since, what, his London game? Since first on American soil, First baby. on American soil. Three for 19 for Kyle Pitts. He got you 10.9 fantasy points. How you feeling about that? Is he a tight end one on the week with those 10.9 fantasy points? Probably. 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 To be fair. Probably. probably. Yeah, I don't know if he is for sure, but he probably is because, I mean, who else is going to be a tight end one? Uh, not that many guys. I mean, I know who the tight end one was this week, but, yeah. We'll yeah get who, was the probably t- who, who was our tight end baller of the week? Talk about it, Jay. It Who's was, our tight end it's baller funny. I, want, I wanted to pivot to it when we talked about the gritty because the gritty man yeah. himself was back this yes. week. Mike Gesicki doing the gritty. This is actually on his first touchdown. Six receptions, 69 nice yards, and two tubs. For Mike Gesicki doing the uh, I love the it. gritty, I the guess is what we gritty. call it. Yeah, he, he just, embraced the hell out of that gritty. Oh man, he did it from um, one side of the awesome. end zone to the other side. I mean, he literally <laughs> grittied awesome. across the entire end zone. The uh, Twitterverse calls it the skedaddle, and it the, is probably one of the funniest. I love it, man. Ever. I love it. But it's hilarious. Six he just embraced it this two? time. Amazing. Man, Amazing. Skylar Eddie Thompson Bridgewater was on it. his way to a big game, and then he gets hurt. Skylar well, Thompson he got hurt was early. On, yeah, he was on it. I mean, he started off the game on fire. Skylar Thompson was balling, man. Skylar Thompson yeah. was balling when he gets hurt. Well, Man, the, well. the Dolphins receivers, uh, Tyreek Hill, 12 for seven, 177. Woo. Woo. Waddle, 6 for 129, fumbled the ball. But yep. this is, uh, you're hoping Tua could come in and just do that, right? Tua's back. Tua's back this week. Clear concussion yeah, protocol. Back this week. How are you feeling about your Tua? We'll see. Right, I don't. I just hope he doesn't get hurt, man. I like. I don't really care about the fantasy side, to be honest. I just hope he doesn't get hit and get hurt again. Because yeah, they talked about how he was held out this week for that reason, right? Give him more time. Hopefully, he can just sit back, deliver the ball. But I think there are the concerns of is he skittish in the pocket? Does he yeah. roll out when he's not supposed to, or when he normally wouldn't? Um, I just hope he's going to be fine, right? And I think that's the biggest thing is is I just want to see him play and play well, and hopefully be okay. But we'll see how he adjust to that situation you know obviously playing at alabama he got hit a lot and all of those things so i don't think he's necessarily punch drunk but this is a different scenario than it was in the past so hopefully he's just can be back and if not i think teddy bridgewater did look good enough even though he did throw two picks in that one and on the other side of the ball kirk cousins and the vikings got the job done 24 to 16 in that one cousins was an efficient cousins 20 for 32 touchdowns 175 yards dalvin cook got in the end zone justin jefferson no touchdowns six receptions 
107 yards. So kind of a light day for Jets. You know, you, you were expect he's only got two touchdowns on the season, man. We got to get Jets some more touchdowns. Yeah. Got to get him some more touchdowns. Let's talk about uh, another another takeaway. Jay, another takeaway is we got to talk about your boy. Got to talk about your boy T. My boy. Your boy T. Holy, let's go. Let's talk about old T-Law and, Trev- and the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh, who did lose versus the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan, actually, close to quarterback yeah, baller of the week. Close. Matt he, Ryan he probably should have been, been baller been. of the week. It, so if it wasn't for the rushing touchdown, it would have been Matt Ryan. Should have been, been Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan, who was money, yeah. right? 42 for 58, 389, three touchdowns, no picks, and no sacks for Matt Ryan. That, that offensive line did their job. But we will show love to the RB baller of the week. He plays for the Indianapolis Colts. Deion Jackson, man. Deion Jackson. Yep. You got him off of waivers. And did I not talk about him on Friday, Jay? I said if I JT did, is yeah. out. And then you, you told me JT was playing. So you delivered the fake he news. Practiced. He I practiced. I said I was gonna play. Deion Jackson was 100% a start in this one. He had 22 touches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Man, the dude had 10 targets. Where, where, where are these targets? Yeah. yeah, he had 10 targets and 10 receptions. Where the hell are these for, for Jonathan Taylor when he's playing? Yep. Like, can we get JT these targets? But the Indianapolis Colts, uh, great win for them. They improved their record to 3-2 and two. somehow. They're 3-2 and two on this. It doesn't feel <laughs> like it, crazy. but they are 3-2. and two. But let's get back to the Jacksonville side of the ball where it looks like Travis Etienne, the takeover is happening, yet James Robinson is still there. 12 for 54, yep. he averaged 4.5 a carry. He didn't look bad in this one. Jermichael Hasty's the one that ripped off a 61-yard <laughs> touchdown run. ETN, 10 for 86, no touchdowns. They tried to get him in the zone at the goal line, stuffed multiple times. He had two receptions. J-Rob had one reception. This is just a committee backfield, Jay. It's a yeah, com- as it much sucks. as we want ETN to get 20, it's just it's going to be a committee backfield. They're going to sprinkle in. Hasty Agnew got a carry. Trevor Lawrence vultured two touchdowns. Yep. Outside of those two touchdowns, which helped keep T Law afloat, I, he went twenty for twenty-two for one sixty-five. He managed the hell out of this game. Jay, I, I learned something very useful from our man Kyle Krabs at the Draft Network. He said, oh, I "Do you not say me." Damn. No, not from Damn. you. Okay. He said, okay. "Do not judge quarterbacks for what they do outside of the twenties. Look at what they do inside the twenties." When they're in the red zone, defenses are condensed. You got to make quick decisions. You got to get the ball out accurately. They don't want him to throw the goddamn ball. They, they no. don't want him to throw it in in those situations. They're running. Uh, what's the shovel pass? They they're ran running, wildcat. They're, they're yeah, they ran wildcat. shovel pass. For the they're two running point. shovel wildcat passes. Stuff, yeah. What do you Speed think about option? I mean, really, man. As you look across the dynasty landscape at the quarterback position, there's just so much inept quarterback play. Like honestly, yep. dude. You just look across the board, it's just like a bunch of guys that were propelling and were putting up is these top 10, top 12 options for fantasy, and they're not. They're like top options based on age and name alone. Uh, yep. So can we can we run through a quick a quick list here? Trevor Lawrence is what is that? QB seven on KTC, maybe QB eight. QB, Yikes. QB, QB eight, sorry, QB eight. No. Deshaun thank Watson. You. No, or Trevor Lawrence. You. Deshaun Watson, stop. Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence. Dak Prescott. Tua Tugavailoa or Trevor Lawrence? Wash. Uh, it's, it's, it's a stalemate. Trey Lance or Trevor Lawrence? I mean, Trevor's playing, right? But I, I, I still believe in Trey Lance. I still do. I believe in the talent, but I have nothing to really back that up besides one monsoon game versus Chicago. Zach Wilson or Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> It's closer than probably we were willing to admit. They're kind of more the same. Kind of more the same. Kenny Pickett or Trevor Lawrence? I don't want Trevor Lawrence. Here's the play. I don't want either of them. I'm going to trade up. In a dynasty startup right now, I have no problem trading my second, third, and something else to move back up in the first round and get another legitimate quarterback. I don't want to play the game with these cats, man. I don't want to play the game with these guys. The drop off after Dak Prescott, even though I'm not the biggest Dak guy, it's it's big. It's like you got T Law, Tua, Lance, Wilson, Pickett, Carr. If you want Carr, don't really want him. Fields, Mac Jones, Russell Wilson, like all these veteran quarterbacks are just awful. They're just awful now. Stafford's no good. Kirk has been okay. Russ is bad. Derek Carr's been bad. Like there's a lot of veteran quarterbacks we expected more from this season. We're not getting it. So it's elevating 
it's elevating the Trevor Lawrence's, the Tua's, the Trey Lance, the Wilson's, the Pickett's just because they're young and doesn't mean that we necessarily want these guys on our dynasty rosters right now. I mean, we're saying T-Law, but you don't feel good about that. You know, QB8, if you did a dynasty startup and Trevor Lawrence was your your QB1, how good do you feel? He'd be... Awful. It's, and, and I think to, to my point and kind of this little exercise, like at best, he's QB 10. If we're putting Watson and Prescott over him, which I absolutely am, at best, he's QB 10. And then after that, it's just disgusting. Like you want to have a top nine quarterback or you're just you're in big trouble. Honestly, Adam said, Adam said, right Adam said, keep sleeping on Trevor. OK, oh, OK, no yeah. problem. Let me, hit the, been, let me snooze. I'm I've back been to well sleep. documented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snooze back to sleep. All right, another takeaway. Jay, let me just ask you, do we have a quarterback controversy brewing in New England? Bailey Zappi, 24 for 34, 309 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, only sacked twice, getting Tyquan Thornton involved, getting getting Jonu Smith involved. Do we have a quarterback controversy in New England with Mac Jones and his brother Bailey Zappi? Do we have one? We do not, but we fucking should. Uh-oh. Right? Uh-oh. Ray. Uh-oh. Ray. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I understand, I understand that Cleveland's defense is terrible, and I will openly admit that. The offensive line has played phenomenally for Bailey Zappi. Let's no talk about, about it, about Jay. It. But he's been so good. Like, Ray, undoubtedly the best rookie quarterback Easy. we've seen this year. Not Easy. even close. Not even close, right? And it's the same situation as we saw last year. Mac Jones, by far the best rookie quarterback that we saw last year. Not close. And so for me, it's like maybe, and I can't believe I'm saying this, maybe they got something brewing in New England to develop these quarterbacks. Just They, they do. They what, always have a I, starter and a backup. They always do. I don't know how they're doing this. But no one expected this of Bailey Zappi. Yes, he broke all kinds of NCAA records at Western Kentucky. But nobody expected this of him and he's playing great now he doesn't throw the strongest ball but he gets it where it needs to be on time and he makes good decisions he gets sacked every now and then and that's okay but he's not making the wrong decisions very often and he clearly has a very good grasp of the offense he does a lot of the same things mac jones does and that's why i don't think we should be rushing him back Matt can talk about how tough he is and how he's going to play through the injury it's like fuck you mac jones just sit on the sit on the bench heal up and when you're ready to play Maybe we'll give you a shot. But if Bailey Zappi's playing this well, I'm sorry, man. Rubio, give they me some to, more. Rubio, give me some more. What do you mean coach already said Mac isn't a lock? What is it? What are you, what are you talking be. about, Rubio? Ray, you know what we need to do right now? We need to, we need to call up the 49ers and be like, hey, hey, Kyle. Hey, Kyle, I got, I got something for you. How, how about you take Mac Jones off my hands? And I'll just roll with Bailey Zappi. And you just send him to the 49ers for like a first and second round pick. And then we build around. Then Bailey's Shanahan happy. can get the quarterback he always wanted, right? Because that's exactly who he, that's who he that's wanted. What he wanted. He wanted. And everyone's back. happy. And once again, they make another trade that's beneficial for both parties. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's, I'm it, just. I'm, I'm just asking a question. Is there a quarterback? Very. Con- very Bailey. I very don't know encouraged. if there's. A, I don't know if there's a controversy. I'm not going to go that far. But Bailey Zappi has done an admirable job. As the and backup he's looked quarterback. good regardless of what game he's played. Yeah. Even when he came in against, Pe- against Green it's Bay. It's funny. People are like, he oh, he great. played against two bad teams. The dude was a third, the third-string quarterback coming in. Like, goddamn, yeah. you're, you're, you're holding. It's so funny. Isn't it funny? Oh, Trevor, you got to give him a pass. Don't sleep on Trevor. I, he, he plays like shit. Don't sleep on Trevor. Yeah. Bailey Zappi plays well. Supposedly, the th- he was supposed to be the third-string quarterback coming into the season. Oh, man, he played against a shit team. Cleveland's no yeah. good. Does Cleveland not have Miles Garrett? Do they not have <laughs> Denzel Ward? Do they not have John yep. Johnson? Do they? Oh, Cleveland stinks. That that, that shouldn't count. Y'all, y'all are so wishy-washy. And and want to pick when pick and choose when you can talk about who's good and who's bad based on whatever avatars in your picture and whatever narrative you want to spend, right? You can't you can't knock a third string quarterback coming in and absolutely dissecting an NFL defense, and then you've got the golden boy, the number one overall pick, out here not being trusted to throw the ball in the red zone, and you yep. tell us, oh, it's okay, don't worry, don't panic, no big deal. Stop. Stop yep. it. 
Stop. He's been good. He's been really good. And so definitely for me, like, I think that they should try and continue to expand his understanding of the offense, right? And build off that. Because, yeah, like, Cleveland played awful. There was a bunch of really bad defensive man, calls. And, not, they, and they missed, man, some, missed some assignments. But that, Zappy threw for 302 with no picks. Yeah. Stop. Put up 38 points. Stop. That's, that's not something the third stringers do ever. If right? Mac Jones and, comes, he was, let me tell you, I looked at him walking into the stadium and he looks like how I'm walking right now with the blown Achilles. <laughs> he didn't look like he was ready. I'm watching him. I was like, oh, that's how I walk right now. I, yeah, I am in constant gritty mode. The way that I walk, I'm just constantly gritty and hopping across the floor. Jamar Chase. That's just yeah. me, how I walk right now with my fucked up leg. Uh, and that's how Mac Jones looked. It doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon, or maybe soon, but it didn't look like he was ready to play the other day. Shouldn't be but if he comes in soon. and stinks it up, you better believe people are going to be calling for Bailey Zappi. You better believe Hell it. Yeah. Right. Hell Let's yeah. Let's go to another takeaway, Jay. Let's go to the Carolina-the Rams game. How bad are the Rams? I know they got the win, but boy, this was a little bit closer than that 24-10 to score would seem to indicate, right? Carolina has yep. no quarterback. They're down to their probably fourth stringer because it was probably Jacob Baker, came in there. Darnold, uh, uh, Matt Corral, PJ. PJ Walker. Now Jacob, they're down to their fifth string quarterback. Fifth. Yep. I never even heard. I didn't even know that existed. The fifth in the end. The fifth, fifth, fifth. fifth. I plead the fifth, Dave Chappelle yeah. style. Uh, all right, we're not going to talk about Carolina right now. Matthew Stafford, right? Forty-six yeah. QBR, oh. twenty-six for thirty-three. Yeah. 253, one touchdown, and as always, a Matthew Stafford interception. Big Hendo season, not good. 43 yards, he did score a touchdown. Malcolm Brown got seven carries for 15 Bro, yards. this team is just <laughs> awful. Ronnie Rivers got a carry. Ronnie Remember Rivers. I told you we see some Ronnie Rivers? I, I did film on Ronnie Rivers prior to the NFL draft, and he was graded as my, my lowest graded <laughs> running back in the 2022 class. Ronnie Rivers got a carry. In this game, he also got a reception in this one. You, you okay? Cooper Cup seven for eighty. A Rob didn't hit his over. A Rob five for sixty three and a touchdown. Can we trade him for a second now? Can we finally do it? Can we bait some I don't sucker? Know. I think you got to get one more week. I think one more week, and then you can get a second out of him. Um, Stafford looks bad. The Rams look bad. Christian McCaffrey looks very good, Jay. Captain like America a man, was on it. He looked like a man pissed off. He looked like a man pissed off. Seven for 89 through the air. I would have been good with just that, but he gives you 69 yards in the ground. No touchdown, but it was very clear that the offensive plan was throw the ball to Christian McCaffrey every play. They ran yep. a set where they had three receivers to the top to one side, and then they would put Christian McCaffrey behind the three and just flare it out to him and tell him to go get it. Yeah. The reports are the 49ers, the Rams, the Bills. There was another team in there interested in Christian McCaffrey. I can't think of the fourth team. I don't know. I know the Bills, the, Rams, big the Bills the Bills, the 49ers. The report said that Carolina's looking for first, so the Rams are out of there. And if I'm Christian McCaffrey after seeing that, I wouldn't want to go to L.A. either. Hell no. If he goes to Buffalo, Wow. Oh my god, dude. That would be dude. insane. That would be uh, insane. That would be very good. Oh, All the right, Broncos. The Broncos. That was the other team. Oh, the Broncos. Oh. What oh. do you think? No? Eh, I'm, I just don't... The offense is bad. Like, whether... Uh, Christian McCaffrey is really good, though, so I guess it'd be fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's Christian McCaffrey or bust. DJ Moore, three receptions, seven yards on Wolf. seven targets. It was, it was like... I remember at the beginning of the game, it was just, Tunnel screen left. Tell screen right, like the whole first quarter. And P.J. Walker was doing okay. But to uh, see Jacob Eason come in. P.J. Walker was not do doing okay. 3.8 in the temp. 10 for 16, Well, to, to start the game, then it, then when they got off script. QBR it was, of five. That's super. Carolina's got to tear it down, bro. They, they, are in, they are up Shit's Creek without any paddle. And there's barely any floorboard at the bottom of the boat. It is just shit seeping into the boat. And it's just dragging it down. Robbie Anderson, they need he, a tank. he did a A-B, but not as A-B-like. But you yeah. knew it was coming. I'm watching that game, and I was like, he's going to get kicked off of this field. <laughs> At some point, it's happening. And in true Robbie fashion, he did it. I mean, they sent him away. Knowing Robbie, he, he was gone. By the time the team got there, yeah. Robbie was gone, and I wouldn't be shocked if they cut him. Oh, he's, he's catching his own flight home. 100%. Yeah, he caught his own flight home. He's, he's done. This Matt Rule has ruined. They screwed that team up. 
We should have known it was bad when he went into an NFL draft and selected straight defense. We should have known it was bad. Uh, not yeah. good for the Carolina Panthers. But honestly, what, what about the Rams? Is there any faith that the Rams can turn this thing around, in your opinion, Jay? Let's look at their upcoming schedule. Let's just take a look. Uh, I don't really think so, Let's man. Because the other the thing we didn't even talk about was um, Cam oh. Akers is on the block, right? Didn't yeah, play. Akers on the um, block. Healthy, healthy scratch. He's on the block. He's unhappy. Uh, we'll see if he goes anywhere. Ray, do you care? Uh, if Akers gets traded, do you think I do, that a he bit. can be a I guy? Do. I don't think he's that can I don't kind think of revitalize he's, his career a little bit. I do because when he was when he's got carries and he looked explosive, people were all in like, "Oh man, he looks explosive!" Give yeah. him something else is going on. Something else is going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. So if he gets a shot to revitalize his career somewhere else, he's still what 23, 24 years old. Yeah. I mean. I'd take a shot on him for if he was dirt cheap. Someone just wants to unload him for a third round pick, a fourth rounder. I'd trade that for Akers and see if he can get traded and rehabilitate his career. And if he stinks, what do, who you, what do you care? What's that third rounder? That's a fourth rounder for you in rookie drafts. Because if he gets traded, right, he'll have life again. Oh, he goes to tell Denver. You something. Nathan, you know, one of these. it's none of their seasons. I don't want any Rams running back. It is no season in that backfield. And they lost another offensive lineman. I believe Joe Noteboom got hurt in that game yeah. as well. There's no season in that backfield. I don't want anybody. I don't want anybody. Would I send a mid-second for Akers? Absolutely not. Third yeah, or fourth I rounder. I think that's the problem. It's like even if you have Akers, you're holding because you're not trading him probably for a yeah. third unless no. you really want out. And if and if you do, if he does get traded to a good situation, you try and unload him for a second immediately, any second, because you just you need to get out at that point, even if he does revitalize his career. I, I still think I'd be trading him for a second if he gets traded and he gets that value bump. Jay, got a couple of more takeaways. I got to get to it. Ken Walker is very good. Oh, Kenneth Ken Walker, Walker is very good. 21 for 97 and one. He also caught his two. He got three targets, caught two receptions, 13 yards. Ken Walker is very good. My question is with, with this young running back coming in, absorbing 20 carries, they're just getting... How much is how much of this is going to impact Geno Smith moving forward? Clearly because, a lot. Yeah. Clearly much, a lot. How much is going to impact Geno? That's what I was getting at, man. Geno did not cook this week. He was cooking in a microwave. Uh, 30, 31 pass attempts, not bad. 197 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Got sacked five times. QBR of 40. Uh, you know, Tyler Lockett, you were high on him this week. Didn't Nothing. do anything. DK Metcalf almost Nothing. got a touchdown. He didn't do anything. Will Disley, nothing. Um, how much does Ken Walker impact Geno Smith in this high-flying offense? I, I think a lot, right? I think you just kind of laid it out. It's not going to be as high-flying if Kenneth Walker is running the ball effectively. And on top of that, even Geno Smith was running the ball effectively out of the pocket. Um, I don't know if it's Arizona's defense. I don't want to give them no credit, right? But they haven't been that great this season. So it is surprising to see them kind of stifle DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, like Geno Smith, all these guys who've been phenomenal for a lot of the year. Now they haven't played the best defense in the world, but didn't expect it from the Arizona Cardinals to be the team that really shuts them down. They obviously got the win and that's really what's important here for them, especially, but Kenneth Walker getting 21 carries and a touchdown is encouraging. He looked really explosive. Um, that 34 yard run that he had was like, I think his second or third carry of the game. I just don't know where this leaves Geno now because we were kind of like, maybe he can be that starter for fantasy for the year. But if this is how these games are going to play out and he's throwing to Noah Fant as the leading receiver, who the hell saw that coming, right? Noah Fant's been on zero burger for weeks, and all of a sudden now he's the guy. D. Eskridge is second in receiving. D.K. Metcalf is third. Marquise Goodwin is fourth. Like, I don't know what to do with this offense now. Hopefully we see them in some positive game scripts, but seeing the defense play well on top of a thriving running game is not good for fantasy football for the Seahawks owners, or at least people who have Seahawks players on their rosters. Man, people are excited about that Noah Fant. Um, six for 45. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's, he hasn't done anything all year. And now all of a sudden he's the leading receiver on the team. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It makes no um, sense. Kenneth Walker is, a, is, is very good he's on very the other good. side of the ball. Zach Ertz. When are we going to start giving some respect to old man Ertz who just continues to just produce in a year where tight ends are awful? Yeah. What's Ertz at on the season? Uh, he's got 35 receptions, 299, and two touchdowns on the season. Uh, where's he at? I mean, his, his yards are 36th in the NFL, and he's 10th in receptions right now. He's just he's a machine. And with, with Hollywood Brown potentially missing some time, 
I mean, potentially. Well, well, potentially missing extended time. Let me let me rephrase that. Uh, Jay, a couple of players I want to talk about from this from this side are, are Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore. Rondell Moore saw ten mm-hmm. targets, six for forty nine, back to back weeks where he's playing damn good football. They're involving him yeah. outside of reverses and jet sweeps. Is Ron and and Kyler missed him. There were a couple of plays yeah. where they could have connected, and Kyler missed him. I know New Hopkins is on his way back, but with Hollywood out, Rondell Moore seems like a little uh, a, a sneaky buy that you can still go get right now. I offered him up this week in a couple of deals, and people were like, uh, why would I want Rondell Moore? Now where are you at with Rondell Moore and Ertz, man? Ertz is only 31. Ertz is yeah. fucking good, man. Good. Yeah. Yeah, so Ertz is tight end three in PPR right now. So that's obviously really good. Anytime you're behind Andrews and Kelsey, you're in a good spot. I had a Dallas Goddard. I uh, had a TJ Hawkinson. So he's in a good spot right now. He's playing really well. Like you mentioned, has a high target share. There is concerns about Hopkins coming back, but I think we should be not that concerned about it because of what Marquise Brown's done. He's been a very high target volume guy, and Ertz has still been getting it done for us this season. Even when Hopkins comes back, I think that Ertz still gets his targets. He's obviously earned those. So I think you just kind of swap out Hollywood for um, what Hopkins will do in that offense, and then Ertz will probably keep his role. And to your point, Rondell Moore, same situation, right? You just kind of swap out the alpha in the offense, take one out, put the new guy in, probably slightly better in my opinion as far as New Hopkins goes. And the rest of the guys just kind of stay in their roles. Why change things if Marquise Brown is out for a extended period of time? We'll see when the prognosis ultimately comes today after the MRI. But Hopkins will be ready and motivated. I know that. Ertz will probably continue to eat. And to your point, I think Rondo will be good going forward. Jay, can I sad trombone the whole fantasy world, the whole betting world? Eno Benjamin. Woof. Woof. Eno. Yeah. 15 for 37. 2.5 an attempt. Three for 28 through the air. Woof. Not great. <laughs> Not you know, great. He, he got the volume, so you can't Man. really blame you can't blame the, uh, the play calling or Cliff or anything. He got the volume and just did shit all with it. Yeah, he just, man. Woof. I think we saw that Eno Benjamin probably isn't as good as maybe we give him credit for <laughs> yeah. in a couple of weeks. Right? Like, we knew he wasn't that good, and he kind of, like, tricked us. You know, he fooled us for a couple of weeks. Now he came back to back to earth. So, let me tell you, as soon as James Conner's back, he's going to get all the work. They're just going <laughs> to hand it to James Conner. They're just going to continue to ham it to the hammer as soon as he's back. Uh, yeah, woof to Geno Smith. And shout out Eddie in the chat. You know, I'm, I'm a former DB, bro, so you know I'm, I'm, I'm tapped in, Eddie. He said, can we get Tyreek Woolen some, some love, man? Rookie cornerback. Playing like an all pro. Yeah. I think he's got his fourth interception of the season. Him and I think Sauce fourth Gardner. And four games. Yeah, I think him, it was in a row. Him and Sauce Gardner are playing like like all pro defensive backs. So that was good. Now we saved sort of the best for last, Jay, because it was, I guess, the best game. It was the best game on the slate. It wasn't the high scoring affair, but Buffalo and Kansas City. Um, where do you want to start at on this one? Where 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 do you want to start at in this one? Uh, Josh Allen is by far the MVP. I don't yes. even think it's very close. He beat Mahomes, which is what he had to do to win the MVP. Lamar Jackson didn't play very well. You know, Jalen Hurts got a win, so he's still undefeated, which helps him. But yeah, I think Buffalo is doing what they're doing. They are the best team in football, in my opinion, regardless of the Eagles being 6-0. and I don't know how you beat them. They can beat you in so many different ways. I just think that I don't really see a way that Buffalo doesn't make it to the Super Bowl. And again, they could fall off, injuries. I don't know if you saw, but Jordan Poyer wasn't cleared to fly this week. Yeah, I saw that. So he drove to Kansas City. Yeah, I saw that. This is a team that's That's completely bought in, head to toe. Their quarterback is probably the best in football, and I don't even think it's that close. I love Mahomes. I think he's a great quarterback. But Josh Allen is just on another level. He's the MVP. Do you see this? Do you see this this fucking avatar? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Uh, Our listeners are the best. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen is the MVP. Three touchdowns, only sacked once. Devin Singletary, the hammer. That is Devin Very Singletary. Good. Uh, Very did good. he hit his receiving prop? I know you were talking he about did. that. He, he did. did. Sweat it up. He, barely. 22 yards. I had it at 21 and a half and 20 wow. and a half. And so he barely covered it on a, an 11-yard reception, I think, in the third quarter. He got in the block so much because Casey's kept blitzing them. So he had to block, and uh, that wasn't great for me, but he got it done. So we're happy today, happy today. Stephon so Diggs, monster performance. Gabe Davis, his customary three catches and a touchdown. That's just what yep. the touchdown That's maker, Gabe Davis. Where is he at on the season, fantasy? 
Wise. One is he a top? Second. Is he a top twenty wide receiver on the season? He's got to be, right? He's got to be points like, per game. Yeah, give me, give me. Where's he at? Points per game, Gabe Davis. He's high end wide receiver too. He's probably sixteen or so. He's uh, yeah. wide receiver twenty three on the year, mm. but he's in between Cortland Sutton and Debo Samuel at fifteen point three points per game. Um, you see Michael Thomas is still pretty high up there in points per game, 17 points per game. So there's a couple of guys that haven't been playing as much, but you know, he's right around right around probably mid-end wide receiver two as tar- in terms of points per game at least. But Stefan Diggs, 25.1 points per game, Bro. wide receiver one on the year, ahead of actually Cooper Cup, Gabe Davis, still high end to mid wide receiver two so far this season. Oh, the KC rushing attack was abysmal. Uh Clyde Edwards Elaire led the team with nine carries and thirty-three yards. Patrick Mahomes. Man, Mahomes was playing well, but those two picks cost him, right? Two interceptions, yep. one late, cost him the other one. Kyrie, like, man. He just he shouldn't have thrown that ball in the end zone. Just a bad throw by Patrick Mahomes. It was it was, it was T-Law's throw. <laughs> That's what it was. The one that T-Law threw to Stingley late in the game. It was the same throw. He just kind of threw it up. Zach Wilson almost threw one of those as well, actually. Yeah, he doing did. Doing the same thing, trying to make a play late. And, and we give Mahomes that benefit of the doubt, but when it doesn't work, you got to give him the same the same criticism, right? Um, but he made a lot of good plays out there. Like you saw him pirouetting, running away from rushers, trying to make plays. Even the throw to Juju, I believe it was 6.7 seconds time to throw. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, Juju he obviously yeah. ran it the rest yeah. of the way. So it's yeah. he, he still played great, but not enough to beat the Bills, unfortunately. You need, need to be just about perfect to beat the Buffalo Bills. Isaiah McKenzie was doing his best job to make sure the Bills <laughs> lost the game. He did not play very well. He got five targets. He caused... He just dropped a lot of passes. He didn't play well. And I do... Listen... This is where you just got to watch the game. Jay, I'm watching it, and I'm like, why are they not giving the ball to Isaiah Pacheco? Something has to be – just let him run it. Every time he gets the ball, he's running with bad intentions. Every time. Every yeah. time. I don't know why they keep playing around with Clyde Edwards-Malaire. I don't know why. I don't know why, Jay. I, I, Ray, I'm with you. I don't, I don't really get it. He's not. The worst part is, is that he's not even being effective in the receiving game. So it's like Jared McKinnon has the receiving role and, and the touches. third down role. Clyde is literally just a. He's a hammer, which he's not even that. ridiculous. He's not but he's even not good enough to be in that role. So I don't know why he's in it. It should be as a Pacheco basically through and through. But they're holding on to Clyde for some reason. I don't know what that reason is, but he's going to continue to do his thing out there. I guess. Give me your buy this week. Just thinking about what we hmm. just saw. Who's your buy? I'll start with mine and give you some time. I'm I, this week. I am going out and I'm trying to acquire some Rondell Moore. I, I, I this this at this Arizona offense. They run. I think they're top two in plays per game. They are top three in pass attempts per game. Their defense is not very good, and they're right in the thick of it in the NFC West. Even with another loss. They're still, what are they on the season? Two and four? I mean, Seattle's three and three. The Rams are four and three and three. The who else is in that division? The 49ers took a bad L yeah. to Atlanta. They're what, three and three? They're right there. They're right there. I think Rondell Moore's involvement and usage in this offense is only going to increase as we move forward, Jay. And I know we didn't uh we didn't get into to, to the news, but we need to. Let's just do it. Let's just fucking do it. The biggest news in the world of sports. Covered and brought to you by one man, Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. All right, so very quickly, uh, Marquise Brown, like we talked about, left in the fourth quarter with what we expect to be a Liz Frank injury. It's a midfoot strain that he did suffer on the exact same foot in his rookie season. So actually, this is by our own uh, doctor, DD, DD Dr. Jeff Mueller. He's a doctor of physical therapy. He said that he expected to be another Liz Frank injury, and a lot of other doctors are expecting the same thing. So if you can trade Marquise Brown, he's probably going to be out for the year. J.K. Dobbins' knee tightened up in the middle of the game, so and oh Kenyon Drake went off. So we'll see what happens with J.K. Dobbins and his prognosis kind of going forward. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious, but this is one of those things that it's a it's a management issue. When you're coming back from a serious knee injury, sometimes these things happen. Have to expect it with a guy like J.K. Dobbins. And then, like you mentioned, Deion Jackson was declared out with a quad injury in the middle of the game, which was surprising for how good he's been playing. But the biggest thing here is Marquise Brown. We already talked about this. Marquise Brown being out. 
We'll see what happens going forward, but DeAndre Hopkins should slide right into that role and be fine overall. Is it I'm not confirmed, too about that. Liz Frey? Not confirmed. No, okay. no, not confirmed. And yes, Nathan, that is ETN's injury. Um, but yeah, we've seen it. Derrick Henry's had it. ETN had it last year, or both of them had it last year. We saw, um, what is it? Like I mentioned, Hollywood has had it before on the same foot, which is the the bigger concern, right? I've never heard of a player having reoccurring Liz Frank injuries, but again, not great for Hollywood, especially as a guy who is going into his fifth-year option next year and doesn't have a contract extension yet. But for the team, I don't think they'll miss, not not miss him because his speed is a factor, but having DeAndre Hopkins back is everything for that offense. It's just unfortunate we're not going to see all those guys together. But that's pretty much it news-wise outside of, I don't even think we talked about this, Brees Hall. RB1, Ray? Is Brees yeah, Hall the RB1? Th- that was my, like in Dynasty, is he the RB1? Yeah, is he the RB1? Is he your, is Brees Hall the, the, the capital T, capital H, capital E, RB1? I'm going to my rankings to see what I, to see what I have. <laughs> Let me, I got to go to my, Gotta go you gotta to go to your rankings. I gotta Come go on. to my rankings. I gotta go conviction? to my rankings. I got no, no, no. no. Twenty I, for one sixteen in a tub, right? And then two for five through the air. I have them in the same tier as JT, and if I'm just looking at my rankings, I have them ahead of him. He's in the same tier, so oh, he's in the same tier. Reese Hall, RB one. You heard it here first. Well, probably not first because people probably been saying no, it for weeks it's now. Eight ten. We got to do another show. We got to do another show. We got to get do. out of here. We got to. It was a good. Good week of uh, it was a great week of college. The, the football was okay at best, but yeah, it was okay, okay. at best. Dorch, what? No, Dorch? no, no. What Dorch? I just saw Dorch. No, no. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, Jay? No, man. Just go order some Michelle Dodo coffee, man. That's that's what you got to do. It's it's honestly phenomenal, yep. and I would go get some. Go get some. Go get some. Promo code, promo wake, code up. wake up. Um, we've had people order it. They it's, like it. You know, it's if, running if, through it's, me right now. We got to get out of here. Yeah, we got to get out of here. It is running through me. It's delicious. It's smooth. But we've got to go. We appreciate everybody tapping in today. We got the Monday night game. Russ. Russ versus uh, old Herbert, right? Russ and Herbert. No Keenan Allen. Can we, get, can we get a big Herbert game? Like, I feel like we, we need, need that. We need it. I feel like we need that. We need it. All right. We appreciate y'all being here. Make sure you tap in everything that we do. I'm dropping a Rondell Moore film session later today. Uh, he's a buy. I saw Alec Pierce being a buy. Jay, who's your buy this week? Who do people need to go get this week? Oh, mine was Wandell Robinson. Um, I think the, okay. his usage and his performance this week, I think you could still let me get him on the cheap. And with how bad that offense has been, um, I think he could be a guy that slots in with a higher usage than people were expecting initially. So I would go and look to see if you can get Wandell Robinson. All right. We're out of here. We'll be back on Wednesday. NBA, Jay. NBA tomorrow. NBA yes. kickoff. Let's go. Lakers. Yep. It's our year, baby. It's our year. Appreciate y'all tapping in. Hit the thumbs up button, like, subscribe, tap into the newsletter. We'll be back on Wednesday. I'm out. Peace. Thank y'all for watching the Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prospects for a 100% deposit match up to $100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo it's all gas all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.